COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy, folks. Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Google Play Store, CastBox, Podbean, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Canvas Sativa and on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. So a lot of people, um, specifically in the um, Minnesota cannabis community are, you know, are, are wringing their hands and sort of they're wringing their hands and they're and they're um, saying, oh, well, um, the reason why legalization is not going to happen in Minnesota this year is because a lot of people voted instead of voting for the democrats 
they voted for this marijuana party that was a sort of foil organization by the Republicans um, to manipulate potential Democratic voters from not voting from the for the Dems. And my response to that is that um, it's never the voters' fault if there's a unfavorable electoral outcome. It's always, always, always the candidate's fault for not doing enough to to earn those votes. Um, you know, we've been doing this podcast podcast since August of 2018, and I've covered um most US states and many different countries and um specifically in the United States yes the democrats are the more, more pro legalization party yes that's you know that's been proved proven by the numerous things the numerous uh episodes and the things we've covered throughout these 50 states that's proven yes but are they enthusiastically for cannabis? Not necessarily. Um, you know, there's still a lot of Democrats that hate the plant and hate the people that use the plant. Or they run on legalization or they run on making it legal, but then they don't spend political capital to get legalization into fruition. Um, we saw that with Cuomo these last few years where he's like, oh, I want to make it legal. But then he he leaves his legislature flapping the wind and he does not whip up the necessary votes. So such a bill gets to his desk, you know, like it's it, again, even the Democrats that know it's political good sense to be for legalization, you know, whether or not they're going to spend political capital, whether or not they really mean it um, is a completely different thing. And we saw with Jersey. Governor Phil Murphy ran on legalization and there were so many Democrats, you know, in the assembly and the Senate that hate the plant and hate the people that use the plant. Um, the people overwhelmingly voted for legalization this year. And I mean, last year and uh, Governor Murphy has vetoed the implementation of it because he still wants to lock up young adults from nine from 18 to 20 again i mean yes he knows it's good sense to be for cannabis but you could still tell even with a lot of these democrats that they hate the plant and they hate the people that use it it's just a low priority deadhead issue that they're being forced to act on you can't blame people for thinking that dems don't have their best interests at heart um, the Republicans are completely anti-liberty and don't have their best interests at art. But even the Democrats that are for it don't always, they don't always go um, and spend the political capital to get it done. You know, they're too afraid of, of, you know, the Karens and the Brads that are worried about cannabis stores in their neighborhood ru ruining their quote unquote property values or Oh my God, I don't want to have to, if, if there's a cultivation facility, I don't want to have to smell it. I don't want my kids to have to smell it, even though um, down the road we have um, farms and cows farting and, and stinking up the place. But that marijuana sh**, um, nah, -uh, we, we, we can't have that. Um, and it's it's crazy, it really is. Um, but again, you have a lot of, Democrats that don't like the plan and don't like the people that use it. So 
again, I mean, the Dems are going to have to show that they're actually for the plant and for the people that use the plant to prevent things like this from happening. They're going to have to actually stand on this and not be afraid of the busybody Brad or the busybody Karen that 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 is gonna nimby and that's gonna hold up progress or that's or or they're afraid that they're gonna lose re-election because these property owning um uptight Karens and Brads are going to get mad if they are too vocal about can cannabis legalization. That's what it seems like a lot of the times when we cover these stories. Again, New Jersey, they voted overwhelmingly in November. Almost 70% of the people voted in favor of legalization, yet the Democratic governor keeps stalling on implementation. You know, another example, Ned Lamont, Governor Ned Lamont of Connecticut, ran on making cannabis legal. These last few years have been like, oh, we want to make it legal. But then I remember, I, I want to say it was like 2019 or so when he, when he was like, when he was urging his lawmakers to put a legalization bill in front of his desk. He kept saying throughout the months of that Connecticut session that it was not a priority. So when the rubber met the road, you know, he, he punked out. He punked out and um, kept, kept trying to distance himself from the plant. So again, I can't blame people for voting for a marijuana party decoy party in Minnesota. They've seen what what all uh, all of us have seen with the Democrats being shaky on the issue, even though they're the more pro cannabis entity. We've they've seen it, and they wanted to vote for someone who was going to be more of a shared thing. Well, that sadly made it so the Republicans held their majority in in the Senate. Um. I, I can't say I blame people for doing this. So let's let's read this article. Um, okay, so this is from November. It's from the Star Tribune. Marijuana can candidates shake up Minnesota races by Jesse Van Berkel and Brianna Bersirchbach. Ber All right. In two pivotal races for control of the Minnesota Senate, candidates running under the pro- marijuana banner pulled in thousands of votes despite largely invisible campaigns now these votes are expected to be the difference between the republican and democratic candidates in those races and in south southern minnesota's first congressional district dfler dan feehan lost by roughly 13 1,500 votes in a race where a little-known marijuana candidate drew more than 21,000 votes. Democrats say marijuana legalization candidates, some with ties to Republican politics, pulled away votes from their candidates in key races across the state on Tuesday, possibly helping Republicans maintain control of the Minnesota Senate and propel Republican U.S. Rep. Jim Hogendern to a second term in Congress, but Republicans point to other situations where DFL candidates appear to benefit from the third party hopefuls. Absentee ballots were being tallied in critical swing races on Thursday. But the likelihood of continued divided government meant the whole reason marijuana's two major parties exist to legalize recreational use slipped out of the grasp 
out of their grasp for at least another two years. DFL Governor Tim Waltz supports recreational marijuana and was hoping Democrats would flip the state Senate and and maintain control of the state house, making it possible to pass a statewide proposal. I would hate to think that somebody who was a supporter of legalization lost because of us, Dennis Schiller, with the Legal Marijuana Now Party. But politics, it's something we don't control. We don't control the democratic process and there's going to be casualties, end quote. Political operatives in both parties said they were surprised by how well the marijuana party candidates performed this year. Legal marijuana now extended its major party status by getting more than 5% of the vote in the statewide election for U.S. Senate. Meanwhile, five other states, including South Dakota, passed ballot measures on election day to legalize recreational and medical marijuana. Medical marijuana, but not recreational, is allowed in Minnesota. It's just the continuation of what's been going on for a number of years across the country. Legal marijuana now Senate candidate Kevin O'Connor said, but he and Schiller acknowledged that some of their party's candidates who ran this year might align with the Republicans or Democrats on other issues. If they tell me they're pro-cannabis, okay, I don't really care where you stand on guns or abortion, Schuller said. I don't really try to influence people. Democrats have said it's not a matter. It's not just a matter of candidates leaning Republican, but they were recruited to hurt DFLers chances. Again, this should this shouldn't have ever been on the table. The Democrats in, in Minnesota should have ran emphatically on legalizing cannabis. There should have been no ambiguity whether they supported it or not, or whether they were just going to waver like other Democrats on, in local levels throughout the country, as we've talked about. In my state, my, my, my governor is a Republican, but the AG is a Democrat, and the AG... She was against legalization four years ago when we legalized. She was against it. And then she worked with our governor um, two years ago to, to delay cannabis consumption lounges. So again, Democrats ostensibly say that they're the more pro-cannabis party, but then they always side with reefer madness, push to come to shove, or, or like, like we've seen in New York and Connecticut that uh, they say they're for legalization. The governors say they're for legalization. They spend zero political capital on it. They don't help whip up the votes necessary and, and support their legislatures, um, their, their legislators towards getting that bill to their desk. They don't do it because they're afraid of, of, of wasting too much um, energy on, on what's supposed to be a low priority issue to them. Again, most most of your politicians nationwide, they hate the plant and they hate the people that use the plant. You know, they have not done it since college or high school. They don't, all their other peers and colleagues haven't done it since college or high school. And they take their stunted sort of experiences with the plant and then they extrapolate that to, towards policy. We've seen this over and over again. So again, if, if this is not the voters' fault, this is not the voters' fault for quote unquote being duped for voting for this decoy party. 
the Democrats should have been stronger as, uh, in, 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 in saying that we're going to get this done. There shouldn't have been any ambiguity in this instance. They, they, they have no one but themselves to blame and not the voters and not the marijuana now party or the legal marijuana now party. In the second congressional district, legal marijuana candidate Adam Charles Weeks got 24,642 votes. Democratic U.S. Rep. Angie Craig beat Republican challenger Tyler Kistner by 9,386 votes in that district. Weeks died in September, but his name remained on the ballot. After his death, Weeks' close friends shared a voicemail with the Star Tribune in which Weeks said Republicans asked him to run, hoping he would pull away you'd pull votes away from Craig. Excuse me. A memo from the D- state's DFL party this summer highlighted half a dozen candidates in swing races from Congress to the legislature where candidates running under the pro-marijuana banner had ties to Republican politics or posted conservative positions on their social media feeds. In the state cloud, in the state cloud Senate District 14, neither the Republican or Democratic candidate in the race had seen legal marijuana now candidate Jaden Patlow on the campaign trail, yet he pulled more than 3,000 votes on Tuesday. Meanwhile, DFL challenger Arik Putnam was leading the Republican set Senator Jerry Ralph by, by just a few hundred votes on Thursday. Democratic Rep. Brad uh, Tabak of Skaskopi was trailing Republican Eric Mor- Mor- Morrison by fifty by five five hundred and sixty votes. He believes that legal marijuana now candidate Ryan Martin, who got. 1,705 votes is part of the reason. He said that legalization candidates' names appear first on the ballot, which helps them. Again, this shouldn't have even gotten to this. The Dems should have ran emphatically on this, on legalizing. There shouldn't have been this ambiguity. There shouldn't have been this lane for, for legal marijuana now to siphon this many votes. I've seen it on a local level. In my state, the legislature is controlled by Democrats. And they worked They worked during a lame duck session in December of, of 2016 when everyone was getting ready for, for Christmas. They worked to delay adult use implementation. They delayed the starting date from January 1st, 2018 to July of 2018. And then they failed to meet this deadline and couldn't, and the stores did not open until November of 2018. These were Democrats that did this. This is a quote unquote more pro legalization party. Democrats controlled the legislature. They could have put forth a bill that, that they could have made Charlie, they could have made Governor Baker sign, which would have banned drug testing. You know, and one of my four, my my former rep, my former state senator, she tried to put forth a bill, and and leadership blocked her from doing it. Democratic quote unquote leadership blocked her from doing this. So again, this shouldn't be this lane where people think that they have to vote for a third party to get the job done. You know, people must not think in Minnesota that the Democrats really are really certain about wanting to get this done.
So let's continue. Tyler Bekvar, the legal marijuana now candidate in Senate District 27, posted a video on his Facebook page in May promoting the Republican candidate in that race, Gene Dornick. Dornick, who beat DFL Senator Dan Sparks by 1,902 votes. Bear with me one moment. Bear with me one sec. I'm computer stuff right now. 1,902 votes. Bekvar won more than 2,500 votes. Republican Rep Pat Garofalo said that it's actually Sparks who benefited from Bekvar. He pointed to the results of House District 27B, which makes up half of Senate District 27. No marijuana candidates were on the ballot in the House District or the presidential race, and the Republicans had a high had higher numbers in those contests. But in the state Senate, U.S. Senate, and U.S. House races. Where marijuana candidates were in the mix, GOP candidates there took a hit. There is a stereotype that they are all liberal hippies, when in reality, you have some conservative libertarian types who are pretty open to that message, Garofalo said. DFL party chairman Ken Martin said his party... party's polling and models seem to show marijuana candidates siphon more votes... From Democrats, he said that the DFL is looking into allegations that some marijuana candidates were offered financial support to run for office. There is no irony to the outcome, Martin added. The pot parties really are the biggest losers here, ultimately, he, he said. This has set back the movement of legalizing marijuana in the state. Even if the DFL party controlled the legislature and decided to pass recreational marijuana legalization said Schuller. Schuller said that they wouldn't be they still wouldn't be dealing with the truth he sees a fundamental difference between democrats who want to regulate legalized cannabis and the legal marijuana now party who wants to lift regulations it's not theirs to tax and regulate he said homegrown cannabis belongs as a protected liberty and as a protected right. The grassroots legalized cannabis party also had a number of cannabis candidates, excuse me, on the ballot. In the first congressional district, their candidate Bill Rood created a Facebook page with three likes and a single post in July. He did almost no campaigning in the district and still won more than 21,000 votes. But the grassroots legalized cannabis party chairman, Chris Wright, rejected the notion that the that their candidates were spoilers. Somehow, Republicans think they have an entitlement to power, and so does the DFL. They feel that they're entitled to our vote, he said. If someone loses because of our support, well, that just breaks my heart. End of article. So, yeah, I mean... I don't have too much more to add that I haven't already said um, throughout the article. But again, this shouldn't have been this shouldn't there shouldn't have been this lane to begin with. And that's the the, the DFL in, in Minnesota, like it, that's on them for not for not driving home the point that they were going to be the ones to get this done. People in Minnesota must not have seen that the DFL were, were dead serious about doing this, even if they were to take a majority 
again, we've seen time and time again throughout the country, Democrats claiming they want this legal, yet yet not spending political capital. And when the rubber hits the road, being too scared to really get get the job done. People have seen the inertness and the ambivalence from the Democrats throughout the country. They've seen it with their own eyes and telling people that, oh, it's their fault for for being skeptical of, of the Democrats or being skeptical of, you know, their politicians actually willing to get this done. That's that's highly misguided. And it's always, always the candidate's fault when a candidate loses. It's never the voters' fault. And I, I want y'all to take that away from this. As always, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. If you like this podcast and you want to throw it a few bucks a month, you can do so by becoming a Patreon at bit.ly slash 2NJMSHN. Joining gets you additional benefits like early release episodes, early release video episodes, ad-free strain reviews, and an ad-free archive of all our past episodes. So far, we've added over 500 past episodes and you can listen to ad-free as intended. You can get a lot of benefits at our $1 tier and you'll get the the ever-expanding back catalog of all our past episodes if you do the $5 and above tier. Again, that's bit.ly slash 2NJMSHN. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV. 
nine. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.